It's a beautiful day here in Hermosa Beach. This is Resource Real Estate Podcast, and I'm your host, Lucas Camiso. I'm a realtor with Remax and president of the Hermosa Beach Kiwanis Club. The topic of today's program is rental property. And while I have geared this episode towards people that are currently renting or looking to rent, the items that we'll discuss are beneficial to tenants and property owners alike. Let's start with eight things an applicant should consider about a rental property. First, the security deposit. A security deposit for a home is usually the same as the first month's rent. Legally, a deposit can be up to two times the monthly rent for unfurnished and up to three times the monthly rent for a furnished property. For example, a typical three-bedroom home renting for $3,000 per month would presumably have a security deposit of $3,000. Looking at the time frame, a typical lease is for a duration of 12 months, and after this period, the agreement continues on a month-to-month basis. Notice of cancellation by either party must be given in writing. And I encourage you to take the time to completely read through both application and lease agreement. In terms of notice, A landlord or property manager must provide at least 60-day notice to tenants who have been in place for over one year. Otherwise, the required amount of notice given to a tenant is 30 days. If you have a specific question regarding tenant notice, eviction, or unlawful detainer, Dennis Block & Associates is a fantastic resource that I have used on multiple occasions. You can call with questions and speak to an attorney all for free. More information is available on their website, evict123.com. In terms of disclosures, there are over one dozen disclosures that should be a part of your rental transaction. Property owners and managers are required to disclose information regarding items such as the following, mold, bed bugs, death on the property, earthquakes, flooding, and other environmental hazards, lead-based paint, water heater bracing, and smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, just to name a few examples. The purpose of these disclosures is to establish responsibility and ultimately minimize liability for all parties. When it comes to parking, you're going to want to see if there's an attached or detached garage, if there's uncovered spaces or a common garage, and are the parking spaces tandem or side-by-side. I suggest driving by the location during the day as well as night to notice changes in things like the availability of parking as well as the safety of getting to and from your vehicle. Also, making note of red curbs, street sweeping, and trash pickup are things that I'd consider. For utilities, don't assume and just ask the landlord or property manager. For gas, water, and electric, are those sub-metered or is there a flat fee for this utility usage? Clarify as well if the trash fee and parking are included in the lease or if these are separate additional costs. In terms of neighbors, when getting a feel for the community, introduce yourself to your neighbors. This is especially important with shared or common walls. Open the line of communication makes everyone more comfortable 
and easier to confront issues in the event that they arise. Last but not least, determine if the location is right for you by examining your surroundings. I'll give an example of when I was door knocking on Friday in Hermosa Beach. On 6th Street, just east of PCH, lies a quaint cul-de-sac with shade trees and not so many neighbors, but there's an animal hospital just down the street on PCH. And while it was not incredibly noisy, I took note how the barking of dogs would rise and subside over 2 p.m. on a breezy, otherwise quiet afternoon. Think, if you have young children or work late hours and want to nap during the day, these are things that you're wanting to keep in mind. And once you found the perfect property, put yourself in the best position for the property owner or management company to accept your application. And here's how. So how do you go about strengthening your application? Well, it starts by sending over a complete one. Because a prudent realtor or landlord will never accept an incomplete application. Prospective tenants 18 years and older must provide the following information when applying for a rental. A complete application, bank statements and paycheck stubs for the last three months to show proof of income, copy of a driver's license or identification. And for this last step, I've seen people go about it different ways. Property management companies will often request a fee for credit check ranging from $35 to $45. I've also dealt with property owners that will accept a credit report from places like Credit Karma or Hyperion. So when you're applying and you want to improve your chances of acceptance, I strongly encourage writing a cover letter detailing how you will be the ideal tenant. Another way to strengthen your application is to apply with a co-signer or guarantor. This would be something that I may suggest for a younger person with less established income or rental history. Increasing your security deposit is another way to prove to the landlord that you're seriously interested in their property and provide them with added security. If it is within your ability, you can also consider offering multiple months rent upfront or increasing the monthly rent amount. At the end of the day, everything in real estate is negotiable.